Good afternoon. You're listening to The Word here on Ajima Radio 98 FM. I'm here through till six o'clock this afternoon, and I'm really excited to welcome my next guest. It is, of course, Local Radio Day. In Local Radio, we've got quite a few radio stations in the area. Our local radio from, from BCFM, Community Radio Station, Bradley Stokes, Swoo. And on 31st of May, Bristol's most successful breakfast show will cease to broadcast. And one of the ingredients that made that show so successful is joining us today. The angel of the airwaves, icon of local radio, Paulina Gillespie, is joining us on The Word. After 18 years of getting up in the middle of the night, we meet Paulina Gillespie, quite probably one of the most successful female broadcasters in the UK. With 18 years on the Southwest most successful breakfast show, find out what the highs and lows of almost two decades of getting up before the sunrise. Paulina, welcome to the show. Wow, what an intro. The I even uh, like myself now. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you have. You've been there by our sides every morning. I know, thick and thin. Through thick and thin. Exactly. A lot of thick, I have <laughs> to say. <laughs> <laughs> but what a great career you've had. I mean, yeah. it, has it been as wonderful it looks from the Yeah, Yeah, it, it, well, you know, you're on radio right now. It, it's, a, it's a lovely feeling. And the main thing is that you're talking to people and, and, and you're communicating with people. And, and that's the bit that I love. If you have a question in the morning you can ask 40,000 people what they think and you know nine times out of ten a load of them will get back to you so yeah it's good I love it that loved sounds, it I should say how on earth did you get into it right at the beginning it's, it's quite interesting actually because a lot of people don't go in it as journalists and I wasn't a journalist in fact I, I used to do hairdressing and I used to work for TGI Fridays I had no idea I'd end up in radio but I actually went to a ball a charity ball a few years ago well 20 years ago now uh, and bid on just going to sit in on the breakfast show sat in went into the studio a little bit like coming in today and I thought oh, wow I love this this is this is what I want to do uh, so then I started reading travel for um, a place called Traffic Link for lots of different radios I then got offered a job on the BBC uh, went from BBC Gloucester to BBC Wiltshire and then at the time Bush and Troy were doing the GWR drive time show they got offered the breakfast show and they needed a female presenter to go with them and they were gonna be given another girl who they didn't really know and they felt like they wanted to slightly change radio so that it wasn't a case of like two laddie boys and a ladette girl they wanted to have like a mate and I happened to know them when I was a mate and they said will you come along and I said mm, I just got a gig on the BBC I'm not leaving the Beeb no one leaves the Beeb uh, so I did the two for a while because they were both in different areas which I could do and then you know then it, the show just kicked off and we loved it and then that's how it is and I, 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 I remained no it's amazing one of the first things I ever did actually was traffic news as well for yeah. any robot it's a great learning curve it really isn't is it? you know I remember the first day I went in somebody had gone off sick and I ended up doing like 80 live feeds I'm feeling ill feeling sick doing it like oh you know but it, it's an experience and, and you get to know broadcasting and you get to know you know what you can and can't say on the airwaves and yeah it was good I enjoyed that too what I found was that there's so many different radio stations that you have to do so one would be a commercial station mm -hmm. and then the next would be local BBC and and very different styles when completely needed. different and then also very manic so you were having to do actually write the traffic news yeah out, know what's going on yeah uh, all yeah like you have to know what's going on and also you know kind of like being able to say the words of, of, of radio, of, you know, streets in Cornwall or streets in, in Devon and, you know, you have to know all of it, really. You must have had some incredible highlights over the years. Oh. I, I know it's kind of a bit of a cheesy question but, you know, you must have done some incredible things. Yeah, we have. I've done some great things. You know, the main thing that's really good is it's because it's local, you get to you get to live in your area and you get to know the people and I've just met some amazing, you know, some people that were just fans of the show are now really good friends of mine. Oh. You know, we've interviewed some really lovely people 
people and I mean I remember this is you know years ago now but Westlife were in and they're so normal like we had all these people outside the front screaming and crying and they were normal guys in fact I think one of them Nicky was trying to get his BT broadband fixed he kept going in you know like going in and out of the studio trying to fix that and, and at the end they go oh do you, you know do you want to come for lunch they're just normal guys and I think you you know when you're not in radio you think oh yeah it's, it's amazing it's impressive it's just normal it's just a normal job really for years Heart has just held that number one spot as being the most successful breakfast show hands down what do you think made it so successful I, I personally think uh, that we had a chemistry we didn't know we were going to have that chemistry but we were all completely different so I guess at the moment of the, the show we are still on air until next Friday so Ed is in his 40s he's got young children Troy doesn't have any children um, he's got elderly parents he's looking after so everyone's covering different angles you know I have had kids my kids are now older I'm about to be a gran in June congratulations oh, is it is it is yeah. it I mean I'm just going don't mention the G word oh. <laughs> I think that we were all we all have different kind of slices of life which makes it relatable to people and also we just have a good laugh yeah. you know and we generally and the other thing is um, Miranda we don't lie there's no lying there's no telling fibs there's no if someone asks you a question you would ju we're just genuinely yeah. honest if there's yeah. something you don't like you say it and and you know that because a lot of time in radio I think people think ha 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 they go along with the way that it's supposed to be and they want people to sound and it's not always like that so we're just I think it just worked because we were just true to ourselves do you know what I think think you've nailed the ingredients to why it was so good because if you're not natural don't you think it really comes over yeah. like the whole smiley and bashy kind of hey you're listening to local radio yeah, and yeah, that, exactly. it just doesn't work does yeah, it I, I mean at the moment it's quite difficult because obviously we've only got one well in fact four days left on air and I mean it's fine we're being honest you know we're sort of saying oh you know this you know this the last week and everything but it's quite interesting because it's quite hard to sort of go, hi, good morning, how is everybody? It's sunny today. You know, we're thinking, we don't have a job after Friday. But, you know, it's it's how it is. So we're being a bit natural about it, as you would be. Well, yeah, absolutely. Because there are going to be other people out there going through similar experiences. Completely. Absolutely. And, and that's what it's about making it relatable, isn't it? Yeah, everybody knows great. how that feels. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah, how that feels. Believe me, I know how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> Several <good>. times <laughs> over. Several times over. But, but look at you again. now, you're fine. Yeah. But it's the nature of the industry, you know. I one time, I mean, I had a, I've had a fantastic career and I, I've been incredibly lucky and I personally chose to step back when I had my son and the, but one job I did have at one point I just went away on holiday and came back and we'd been the network had been brought out by somebody yeah. else and you're like okay everything changed I think, it's, I think it's almost like being a footballer I know that sounds ridiculous <laughs> but you've got a very um, you know a small area of time to, that you're going to have because you're not always going to be popular you're always not going to be that you know in, the, in their case you know you get to a certain age and you're, you're not really wanted anymore and mm. I'm not saying this is an age thing but there is just a certain period of time where you're popular it happens happens and we've said all along the boys and I you know when we've had other shows being dropped and, and axed we think that is going to happen to us one day it will happen you know but when it does you're a bit shocked but you just get on with it it's but fine. 18 years though that's got to be some kind of record I think we're I th I've got a feeling uh Hart Kent or a little bit longer oh, than really? us but I think we might be one of the longest standing breakfast shows you know and also we had to reinvent ourselves over the years and various things I mean in a way you know our target audience is is 25 44 and I'm well over
over that now. So for me, you know, I get it. I get it that, you know, I'm not going to be on heart anymore and, and I'm fine with it. And we've, you know, we have to say how lucky have we been to have been blessed with this amazing job, except for getting up early, of course. The getting up early is just, do you know what? Last year I was working for a local radio station, not Ujima, and I had to do it twice a week, the breakfast show. Mm -hmm. And I, um, do you know what? It was so hard. It is. I wonder if it would be easier to do it every day than once or yeah, twice probably, a week. Yeah, probably. Probably, because I you get yourself in a routine. Spent the whole week recovering. Yeah, I know. What time do you have to get up? Uh, we get up at 4.30, <gasps> which is basically almost like you could almost stay up all night, if that yeah. makes sense. It's yeah. like you're not really get. And also, you would oversleep very quickly because if you think about it, you might, if you if your job starts at eight, you might wake up naturally at half seven. You never wake up naturally at half four. And did you know that most people, if they're going to die in the night, they'll die about 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> that is what happens when people are ill because you're oh so low. God. You're at your lowest ebb. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. I mean, you know what it's like. When you go, most people say, oh, I'm getting up early, I'm going on holiday tomorrow. And I just think, try doing it for 18 years. Yeah. It's a lifestyle. You go to bed early, you miss out. I mean, I haven't taken my kids to school, I and mean, they're way older now, but you know, for 15 years. So my husband, you know, my husband's done it all. Wow. Actually, I've got to say that's been quite cool. I've been out the door when they've got their tights ripped and they can't find <laughs> and they don't want to eat their breakfast or get yeah. out of bed. I've yeah. never been involved with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's a lifestyle, and it. And it and that, uh, that is the only downside, I would say. You feel jet-lagged and a little bit... You don't really, at 10 o'clock in the morning, you don't know if you want a vindaloo or a Weetabix or a... Gin and tonic. Pot, you know, a gin, yeah, or a pot of yoghurt. Or you, yeah. don't, you don't... You know, you know when you're hungover yeah. or when you're jet-lagged, you feel like you don't quite know how to make yourself feel better. But that, you know, that's what happens. It's very hard. Another thing I did was what we called the graveyard shift, which started at 1 in the morning. Oh. 1 to 7. And but what I found is I just didn't see anybody. No, you don't. I absolutely had no social life whatsoever. And I didn't know whether to stay up... Yeah. After yeah, the show exactly. And go to bed, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have so. had times on Heart Breakfast where we have actually gone in years ago from the night out and slept <laughs> under the desk, you know, to get there. But I think everybody's probably done that. Yeah, of course. Um, but of yeah, course. it's a hard, I remember describing once that, that somebody wanted to, to have the job, and I remember describing them. It's a fantastic job. You know, you have to be upbeat all the time, you have to get up really early, you have to. And I was thinking, Oh my God! Is it a good job? I don't, that I don't know if I would want to do that, even though I'm in the middle of doing it. Because it, there's a lot of stuff you have to give up for it, yeah. definitely. Which is why I think it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system having a bit of a, a break. I'm going to have the longest lion. I can tell you that much. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Joining me today and helping me celebrate local radio today is quite probably the most successful female broadcaster in the Southwest, if not the UK. Oh, and that's Colina Gillespie. <laughs> You're too kind to me. You're absolutely too kind but to you are phenomenal to have a show that's lasted 18 I know, years it's is weird just, isn't it it's amazing when we it's first fantastic. started the show i was responsible for um getting the cd of the show i mean that's how old it was you know and uh, i didn't put a date on it i just put bush and troy show and, and no date no year because i thought it only last a year you know sort of 18 years on you know it's unbelievable it is it? incredible but it's all it now, is so. incredible out of all the people and all the guests and all the amazing people you mentioned you mentioned earlier how you've met westlife uh -huh. who is the most exciting people oh. persons that you've met oh my god i didn't really think about that um i must admit do you know they were all amazing all the people we've met the, the person they didn't meet which i'd love to meet would be paul mccartney oh. but you know what they say when you're interviewing someone who you rick mail do you remember rick mail oh, gosh yes he was so much fun oh. he was so much fun wow. but it's kind of like if you're really a, a big fan of someone and they come in on your show that's a bit like <laughs> I know. but I know. so you have to kind of be like really cool and so rick mail he was really cool and then of course he he died which was 
was an awful thing and then yeah. it was like really nice that I'd met him and I just I can't, too many too many there's just been some lovely lovely people do you ever get to listen to radio do you have a favorite radio you know broadcaster I, yeah I listen to radio too actually is that can I say that oh, I do I know, but that's an age thing, I think. I Having said that, when they took um, <laughs> they put um, Sarah Cox on drive time, I thought, oh, yeah. no, I love her. She's brilliant. She's I've funny. I've always loved Sarah Cox. And I, she's amazing. And I think it's it's hard to find funny women. Yeah. I know that sounds silly, but they're, yeah, you're right. they're really not. And another person who's really brilliant on radio, too, Tarbuck's daughter. Oh, Lisa. Lisa Tarbuck. Lisa Tarbuck. She's so yeah. funny. Yeah. I love it. So And I and I find them quite relatable. I quite yeah. like that. Yeah. So, yeah, Radio 2 or a little bit of Radio 4. Yeah. But, um, you know, and obviously I listen to Hart. I don't know whether how much longer I will be, but, but I am at the moment still. But, uh, yeah, no, most stuff, really. You know, yeah. I, I do like listening to radio. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's, it's a good it's a, good it's way a to great go. medium. And what I love, I mean, you know, when I first started in it many, 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 many years ago, people said, oh, radio's going to die. You know, it's not going to last any longer. And then it had a boom. Mm. And then it, people go, radio's going to die because the internet came in. And then it boomed even more. And then, you know, and, and then it just seems to, it, just when you think it's going to die off, something else happens. Yeah. And now with the onset of the internet and the podcasting, yeah, yeah. it's just given us a whole new lease of life it's, and give us a, yeah, it's You're right, amazing. but it's interesting because the podcasts were, I guess, about... Five, six years ago, then it didn't really kick off, not properly, and suddenly it's come back. Fastest that's growing medium. You, you're yeah. going to do a podcast, you're going to do this. And I think that's amazing because you want to hear from natural people. You know, you, should do, you so should do a podcast. But I just don't know. You know, you have to have a niche. You have to have, I mean, I guess we could do something like the takeaway breakfast and. No, and you carry really on. could. I think that's what you come and do it here. Come yeah, record it here. Go. We can get you a sponsor. Oh, That'd here be we amazing. go. It's all kicking off already. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a fantastic Let idea. Let me have a few lines first, Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> If you will, don't put me straight back into it. Well, you don't have to get up at the crack of dawn. No, get well, up whenever is, you like. That is, that is one thing I think we are looking forward to. I yeah, mean, it just takes it out of you. I have to go yeah. to bed between 8.30 and 9.30 most. I mean, that's you need to have a life, do you? No. But then your life is radio. That, it that's is. It. That's it. That's your, that's your sort of thing that you look forward to. And you know what it's like once the mic's on and you're there and you're chatting to everybody and people mm. are phoning in. It, it's amazing. Nothing better is there. No, it not is. really. I just love it. And I do and, love it. And you feel like you're supporting people. I feel like, you know, we've had loads of lovely letters in and emails and texts from people saying, you know, you've been there through my divorce and you were there through this and you were there. You're thinking, really? But, you know, yeah. we probably were. It's amazing. I find that really emotional. I think it's great. It's going to be so hard when you leave in a week. I know. So uh, you can always come and help me out. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. It, it, so we're sort of celebrating local radio day today. What are your sort of views on local radio? Do you think it's important? Do you think we I think need it's very it? important. Yeah. I think it's, it's your community. It's where you live. It's what you do. It's stuff you you know you want to relate to the person that's talking you want to feel part of it i think local radio is really important i mean i imagine with all the changes at some point it will come back around you know they will want you know local talent again and not just to be a, na a national radio station i'm not saying it's a wrong thing i think it radio is changing and it will it'll do what it's going to do and I, i'm not at all mad or cross or upset that i have lost my job i just think it's just the way it's going and it, and it at some point it will do it'll do a u-turn i love local radio i feel really passionate about it i think it plays a really important role in the communities as well you've done many great things in during your career and you've supported loads of charities as well and there's one in particular that i know that you support which is the great western air ambulance Why yeah, was yeah. That? What led Ooh, you to about six years ago now i might have been a little bit longer i was riding my horse and i had a quite a nasty accident i fell off my horse backwards and i flipped and i caught my sacrum now, if you don't know what your sacrum is 
it's the big strong bone at the base of your spine that protects all your nerve endings so it basically keeps all of that together and it's almost impossible to break that because it's such a strong bone but i fell on a tree root and severed some of my nerve endings and I got oh. paralyzed internally and the next thing I know the air ambulance is coming out of the sky like like a knight in shining armor and just whisked me off and got me to French a. obviously that's closed now but at, it, at the time it was open within about eight minutes and it was a bank holiday and it would have taken me about an hour to get oh there so they are, and what I didn't realize is they don't actually get paid I mean it's actually a charity it's a charity and to get the, the helicopter called out I can't remember how much it is but it is a lot of money it's a charity and I just thought you know we need to support this because you never know on the day they picked me up they were telling me it's usually trampolines motorbikes or horses so oh you know, wow the major accidents yeah. are trampolines horses and motorbikes Mo oh. so you know Crikey. and you never know when you're oh. going to be involved in something or your kid or whatever so and and you might be there and whenever I see it now I always get a little bit of a you know a lump in my throat and think, yeah. God, somebody is there just waiting for that and that their, yeah. their accident's so serious they need to be airborne my brother unfortunately was was airlifted but it still wasn't fast enough but yeah it's an incredible charity and your work's been amazing supporting that yeah fantastic and they, and they don't get enough really I don't think they get enough sort of like exposure but you know moving back to radio a little bit when I first started years ago there were hardly any female radio I presenters know. literally there were no full-time female radio presenters you had sort of Annie Nightingale once a week and mm. ranking Miss P and Janice Long and I can you believe I was actually the first full-time female radio presenter in the UK it's amazing I, well you know it's uh, when I ask students who I teach quite a lot and I ask them you know when do you think that was they sort of go 1950s you know and they say, well, <laughs> well that long ago not that old but you know and it's phenomenal when you think back and you think actually it really wasn't that long ago have you found the industry changed massively in the 18 years that yeah yeah I have and, and if so how I think when I first of all started there was talk that they wanted me to be a character they wanted me to do sort of like girly gossip or you know what such and this such is wearing was wearing on yeah. the red carpet and then we yeah. the boy, you know Ed and Troy and myself discussed we don't want that and the, here's the thing I'm not really interested in what someone's wearing on the it's not me so I just started and the boys were I'd say the boys as in Ed and Troy and at the time Bush and Troy were okay with me just talking about life stuff yeah. you know like about my kids or about I felt a bit depressed with my husband or all the things that you go through as a woman on your positives as well and so I had to work on that we had to work on people to say look let let her just be her with us and it, and, it, and it took a while but eventually I found that it was so relatable to people so people would ring in and say I feel like that too and, and there'd be more of more of a show really because it wasn't all about fluffy stuff that, that wasn't real so yeah I've, I think you know between then and now it's been a great difference because now I think people are way more kind of honest and open and, and say it how it is yeah, that's I what people want more, couldn't agree more I mean I remember being told at one point that the only women they wanted on the radio would be late night late night yeah, very sexy. Hi. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, I did so, a bit of know, that. Actually, yeah, I filled in for a bit of that. But yeah, yeah, I just think you know, you look at all the ladies on Radio Four now, and the BBC are becoming really female orientated. Yeah, oh, very much so. You yeah, know, we've, we've we've got They're it going bad. on, Miranda. Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. we really have. Yeah, no, it's and, and it should be that way because you know, girls are or women are powerful. I I couldn't agree more. And you've been uh, an incredible inspiration to me and many other women oh, over so the last couple of decades. And I think you're. We haven't seen the last of you or heard the well, last of you. Yeah. 
you never know. I'm, I'm, I'm no. going into the background to be a grand by the looks of it. Oh, bless you. Congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank Thanks. you so much for helping us celebrate local radio it's today. It's a pleasure. I've loved it. Oh, I've really enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much. You are an absolute inspiration. So thank you. Oh, and best thanks, luck Brenda. in the future. Thank you so much. We'll see you back on Ajima next yes, week. Yes, you will. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye for now. Okay, you're listening to The Word here on Juma Radio. We're just going to have a little catch-up. Some of our students went out on the streets today to ask what they thought about local radio day. Just check this out a minute. Have you heard of Ujima? Yeah, 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 of course. And do you listen to us? Yeah, sometimes. So yeah. do you listen to commercial or, or local more, would you say? More commercial, yeah. And why is that? I guess it's not specific to... <laughs> one thing I suppose like I just I, I just a mixture I feel like community radio is really important actually as a way to get the community and the people in the community to come together have you heard of Ujima radio yes I have actually Ujima gave me an opportunity to do work experience and I, I've learned so much and it's really nice to see there's always volunteers and you know people in the studio everyone coming in from different walks of life and they all come together and create these really nice things they're partnered with the University of the West of England which is my uni and they give loads of opportunities to people like me and my course mates to go there and learn things in a real environment which is amazing why do you prefer local radio just because it's got more local news on it keeping the music alive Bristol's Urban Station, Ujima 98 FM.